0: Welcome to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers, with your host Peggy Smedley. This is ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. I'm your host, Peggy Smedley. Our next guest has more than thirty years in biomedical engineering, environmental, and occupational safety and health fields. He provides oversight for consulting and core course and other occupational training instruction. Please welcome Wes Scott, Director of Workplace Consulting of the National Safety Council. Wes, welcome back to the show. How are you?
1: I'm great. Thank you, Peggy. Good morning.
0: So, Wes, we are talking what we always talk about, safety. So let's get to it. What are, right now, you know, in summer months it is always the biggest challenge. So what are the biggest safety challenges facing the construction workers these days? What are we talking about?
1: Well, I think that the challenge always remains of getting our workers back home safely and in one piece. And with so much construction going on, lots of equipment moving around, uh, deadlines looming, uh, there you know just tends to be a lot more hazards in their way.
0: And and there's always hazards. So what are the most common injuries? I mean, we're talking about there's hazards. I mean, are they falls and trips and you know what are the most common things we got to worry about?
1: Well, you know, falls are just in general the second leading cause of death in all workplaces, uh, but on construction sites it tends to be. Extreme. Extremely high, and the only one that probably is closest to them is motor vehicle accidents.
0: Well, let, let's talk about that. If falls are, are then motor vehicle, are the motor vehicle accidents that we talk about that is that number one? Because you know we we always talk about this because people are texting, but are motor vehicle accidents high because drivers are running into those construction job sites? Is this what's happening, or is it? When we talk about high, because people are texting when they're driving, that's what's high.
1: Well, I think it's not just a single issue. Um, we definitely have breaches in the work zones where where uh, drivers on highways aren't paying particular attention to where they're going, and then um, entering into work zones. But uh, you know, we do have some distractions that are going on, and then we just uh, you know on construction sites themselves, there's lots of moving equipment, so there's opportunities for being struck by or crushed by or pinched in between equipment that's being used on the uh, job sites.
0: So do we have construction workers that are not necessarily paying attention, that they're too distracted by their own technology? I mean, you know, they're, you know, that very thing, you know, that you just said, the types of things you just described – that they're distracted by our own technology that we're doing, our own smartphones and things. You know, same thing that motor vehicle accidents, because people are, you know, it's driver distraction. They're distracted by, you know, smartphones or technology as well.
1: Well, you know, technology is a great and wonderful thing. And when we look at uh, just construction in general, there's lots of opportunities to increase and improve um, the work. Because of the use of technology, but it can, in fact, um, offer some some distractions as well. Uh, You know, just you know, job sites are dangerous. We can't uh, we can't deny that. Um, You know, unlike a fixed site where everything stays in the same place, uh, construction sites they change. They change often. You know, things are moving all the time, and it's easy to let technology distract us. But while we find that technology is good for helping us record inspections or do observations or keep up with our Gantt or per charts and all of those other things that we're using, including tracking performance on the site, um, you know, using them while we're on an active site can be be a challenge. And then, you know, there's been some cases uh, where operators of the equipment have been distracted for one reason or another. So I think that uh, we have a mixed bag there when we talk about technology and interacting on the on the worksites.
0: So, what kind of things do we measure?s I guess we should say to take ensure or to ensure you know our workers are safer. I mean, should we be? I mean, you just described that we have technology; if we need it. Do we need to be saying we want to take this technology? manage some of it, technology is good. It's almost like you just described a double-edged sword here.
1: Oh, it absolutely is a double-edged sword. And so, you know, I'm definitely saying that technology has its place. And it's, you know, there's a lot of, you know, in the construction sites, uh, the the leadership teams, you know, want the use of technology because it does make them more efficient. Efficiency drives costs down. (laughs) And certainly that's, that's the name of the game when we're in construction. But on the other hand, um, you know, I think we have to just get smarter, and, and I believe that, you know, certainly training, raising awareness, and making people aware of their surroundings and, and um, using the technology smarter. But, you know, that's not the only thing that's causing issues because we still have the issues of balls. We're working at heights, and, you know, we need to make sure that folks know how to use the equipment, that they're encouraged to wear the equipment and that we set standards and don't back down from them when it comes to um, employing worker safety. One of the challenges, overwhelming challenges, is that a a high majority of construction workers feel that the emphasis is on productivity uh, and completing the job task more than their own safety. And so I think that that, um, that particular paradigm needs to shift so that we can... You know, as employers, we can get workers to feel a bit more in touch with the safety and feel that, the, that their bosses want the best for them when it comes to safety and health.
0: When you look at the dollar loss with the injuries of safety and you put that into getting the task done, you know, and you, and you look at that downtime, Um, You know, if they put that into more safety, you would probably, I wonder if anyone's done the the mathematical equation there of all the loss of productivity because of an injury and the medical costs. I wonder if you, you equated that, what that would be, because there's an awful lot in medical and lost job site, you know, productivity because of that. I mean, you know, we're so racing to get the job done, but then when people are hurt, I mean, you know, isn't it, there's got to be some, you know, if we did the whole calculation there, right? I mean, there's a lot of lost productivity when you're racing to get the job done, what you just described.
1: Oh, uh, that's absolutely correct. When we look at these, um, at, at uh, just the losses connected to injuries alone, uh, you know, we have direct costs that are exactly as you said, there's the medical costs, there's the workers' compensation, sometimes there's some litigation costs. But on the flip side, those indirect costs that can sometimes outweigh direct costs as much as 10 to 1 um, can include the loss productivity, the loss of quality, having to pay somebody else to do the job because we have a missing employee or training a, you know, a temp or somebody else to do the job because we have a missing employee And then there's the other side of that about the impact on the injured worker's family. So all of those things add up, and if we really took a close look at that and said how much is this really costing us, Uh, maybe that would encourage employers to pay a little bit more attention to the safety aspects uh, because the losses definitely hit the bottom line in in a major way.
0: So what kind of equipment, when we think about this then, should we be Considering for workers to use here? Is there a set equipment? Is there something we should be focusing on for these job sites?
1: Well, you know, I think every job site is different, so there isn't one particular equipment that we'd say, hey, let's start using this. Um, but, you know, anything that we can do to remove the worker from the most dangerous situations is certainly beneficial. You know, I was on one job site recently. Um, they were doing some work on constructing uh, power lines, and they were using drones to go out into areas to, to help them with their recon before they actually set people down there so that they knew what they were facing. And so that's one example of how technology is actually improving and making things safer for the employees. But, you know, we have smart helmets, and, and there's just so many other things coming out, better uh, fall protection devices. And so I think that each, you know, each contractor, each employer should be looking at the type of work that they're doing and exploring what's out there and available for them because there's, there's a lot of new innovations um, these days
0: that can help keep employees safe. Are you surprised by the change that we're starting to see? I mean, I think companies are getting better and raising awareness. Are we doing it fast enough or we still have a long way to go? for companies to really start investing in what they need to do at the, at safety?
1: Well, you know, last year we had over 4,000 people died on, in workplace incidents. So while that is, you know, in contrast to where we started when OSHA came along in 1970, we've come a long ways. We've saved a lot of people, but 4,000 is still too many people to die at work. You know, because of those 4,000, nearly 1,000 were construction workers. And and, we have to, you know, be cognizant of that. We have to say we're going to do everything we can to one day make that number zero. We don't want anybody to die at work.
0: Well, Wes, we love having you on us. Where can our listeners go to learn more about what you guys are doing at the National Safety Council?
1: Um, Well, certainly go to our website at www.nsc.org and, uh, you know, check us out. We always have uh, lots of great information to share, and uh, we love having folks stop by and see what we have to offer and what we have to say.
0: All right, Wes, thank you so much for being with us.
1: Thank you. Take care. Have a good all day. All right.
0: All right, listeners, we're out of time. Stick around. We've got more to come. In the meantime, check out www.conexpoconag.com to read all the latest content and all the things that Expo is doing to support National Safety Month. And thanks for listening. This is ConExpo ConAg Radio brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. Stick around. We've got Mark Strami from J.J. Keller. We'll be right back right after this commercial break. Thank
1: you for listening to WS Radio. Improve your business and your life with useful information from experts and thought leaders. WS Radio is radio with ROI. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple. And download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com. On your phone and in your ear, everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com. Small businesses are the lifeblood of America's economy. Every Thursday, SBA Radio interviews industry professionals and is dedicated to provide small businesses with timely insights and innovations. Visit www.sbaradio.us for details. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. If you've ever wanted to grow your business, but held yourself back from fear that it would take over your life, then we urge you to get your copy of Scale today. It'll give you a proven roadmap for rapidly growing your business while also gaining more personal freedom. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Scale is for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. That's scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com.
0: Can you imagine a world without children? A world without their smiles or their laughter. A world where children don't play or sing or dream or imagine at St. Jude Children's Research Hospital we can't imagine a world without children that's why we're working every day to find cures for diseases that strike down children everywhere diseases like cancer pediatric AIDS and sickle cell and we won't stop until every child is cured and every disease is defeated because we can't imagine a world without children can you? Finding Cures, Saving Children, St. you Children's Research Hospital. To learn how you can help, log on to our website, stjude.org.